Hey family, it's your boy J-Rated R, and yes, you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. On Pharaoh Radio family, there are no stereotypes, no discrimination. We talk about everything. There's no filters and there's no censorship. We talk about spirituality, religion, what's going on in the world, relationships, all that, and a whole lot more. So if you're looking for something down to earth or even outside the box, tuning in to Fable Radio with your boy Jay, that's where it's at. So share with your friends and your family. Chime in on Fable Radio, where you heard it here, you heard it first. I'm your boy Jay Read It All, signing off saying to all those, stay blessed, peace, and namaste. and blessings family it's your boy jay rated r that's right you are tuning in to pharaoh radio where you heard it here you heard it first no doubt today is a special day we've got two podcasts first we have our q a which is what this is and then family we're gonna do the next podcast again you will see the title i'm not gonna give it up some people have asked me what will be the next podcast, J-Rated R, and your emails? And I said, well, that one's going to be a surprise. Nothing that's going to be crazy. Nothing that's going to be out of the ordinary. I just thought I would do things a little differently. Now, this podcast today will be a little shorter than usual because I'm putting in two podcasts, family. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to do them earlier to have them posted to you today. But you will still get them nonetheless. If you don't know what today is, it is definitely a particular special day. Maybe not to the you know, most of you or to some of you, but it is a day because it's not only by name that this day is special. It is a ritual day and that will be included in part of the next podcast. Um, but today is obviously the second month of the year, which is February. Today is the 22nd. And of course, it is the year 2022. So you have two, 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 two. <laughs> five twos to be exact um or is it yeah five i had to think about it um and five is a very powerful number if you're into gematria or numerology um but we're not going to get into that right now that's a different podcast for a different day altogether um and there's a special tomorrow is a special day because it's my mother's birthday so uh, we'll definitely be wishing my mother a happy birthday tomorrow on the 23rd of February. And uh, well, let's get into our questions and answers. Our first uh, question and answer is from a Miss Jen- Jennings, Hazel Jennings of Cleveland, Ohio. Well, hello, Miss Hazel Jennings. And Hazel says, Dear Mr. J, I really love your show. It has everything in it. Your honesty and knowledge is so refreshing. My question is, do you foresee the rapture as people being taken in their clothes or without? Will they simply, excuse me, will they simply disappear? Please let me know what you think. Oh, you can post this if you want on your show. Love, Hazel. Well, Hazel, it is a blessing. Thank you for being on Favorite Radio. I'm glad I was able to pick you uh, as our first uh, lucky emailer today. Um, I do appreciate the questions and thank you for the compliments, sister. Um, knowledge is power, family. You know, and if you're getting right knowledge, especially, it always helps to enhance not only the way you act, the way you think, the way you feel, uh, and not just giving you logic, but it also gives you rationality. It gives you perspective and it helps you to grow spiritually. Um, Healthy mind, healthy bodies, a healthy spirit. And if you have a healthy spirit, then you have all the rest. So the question is, do I foresee the rapture as people being taken in their clothes or without? Well, um, and what uh, we'll see. What else did you say? Will they disappear or will they simply disappear? It's hard to say exactly what that's going to bring about. We can always speculate. And I'm not going to tell you guys something as if I know for a fact. 
Um, the idea is that we will be taken. Now, that can be taken into a, a, a sort of, of many different ways. And the word rapture um, would actually be um, in reference to moving from one state to another. So uh, uh, the way that it, it, it would be interpreted in the original writings is that God is going to take his people, right? And he's going to place them from somewhere else. He's going to take them from where they are and put them somewhere else for safekeeping or whatever. Uh, and it does tell us that we will be caught in the air with the dead to meet with the Lord and Savior Christ. And those that are remaining, that is, will be taken. It doesn't indicate or specify, unfortunately, whether you'll be in your clothes or not. <laughs> so I don't know if it would be a simple taking us and you just disappearing and being met into the air if we're turning into balls of light and disappearing if that means keeping our clothes on or taking our clothes with us i do know that at that point we will receive new heavenly glorified bodies and our earthly bodies will be no more but we will be receiving a new body for your spirit and um, that is a transformation all in itself so I wish I could give you more answers to that, but unfortunately I don't have the answer for that. And I don't think any man can give you the answer to that, even if they claim they can. Uh, no one knows exactly how the rapture is going to take place other than the way the Bible tells us. And if it doesn't give us any indication of those particular uh, details, I wouldn't really worry about it. But I definitely uh, I'm not telling you not to worry about it, but I wouldn't try to uh, speculate too much about it because just to be caught in the air. <laughs> that is the real goal. And um, unfortunately, a lot of us will not all be able to do that. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think there will be some form of disappearing and it will be in the twinkling of an eye because the Bible does tell us that. Um, so that I can tell you. Um, matter of fact, family, you know how I do. I like to get some scriptures out because I don't like to just say anything and not have anything you guys can't go off of. Uh, we're going to definitely turn into our Bibles. Let's turn into 1 Thessalonians for a second. And then we're going to go from 1 Thessalonians to 1 Corinthians. And this is also in Revelations too, by the way, family. Um, so we're definitely going to go there. Real quick, family, I do want to go ahead and do a commercial break. But I don't want to do it in the middle of Hazel's... Um, question <laughs> so what i will do is we'll just get the scriptures and start reading but i tell you what hazel forgive me for for, for contradicting myself i thought about it let's go ahead and do a commercial because when i come back i don't want to be interrupted with answering your question so hold on tight family get your bibles out if you don't have more of your bible app or whatever you're using and when we return after this commercial break we're going to go ahead and continue on not only with the uh, other people's questions, but we're going to finish answering Hazel's question, which is a very good question. So I'm your boy, Jay Reed at all. You already know who it is. While we do it, don't go anywhere, family. We shall return after these messages. Stay tuned. What's up, fam? That's right. It's your boy, Jay Reed at all. And that's right. You are tuning in to Favro Radio, baby. Well, you heard it here. You heard it first. You already know. Family, we're here to celebrate a brother that we've already been talking about. And here in 2022, I'm here to give him more clout, give him more props. And if you don't already know, well, it's time for you to get caught up and get hit to what's really going on. We're going to celebrate our boy Astro Boo Baby. That's right. Mr. Tony Davis is in the house. And he's coming to you with all types of information, all types of talent, gifted in every aspect, every way you can think possible. So if you've never heard of Astro Boo Baby, this brother is as spiritual as they come. Real talk. And to check him out, you can start off by going to his YouTube channel called Astro Boo Baby. Let me spell that for you. Astro, A-S-T as in Tom, R-A-L. Boo, B is in boy, O is in Oscar, O is in Oscar, and of course, baby, B-A-B-Y, all one word. So head on over to YouTube, support this brother, 
check him out. He's been in the game for a long, long time. And I don't mean just giving you some hoopla, a whole bunch of this or that. The credibility is far reaching and beyond. So check him out. Astro Boo Baby. He's got many other types of things that he's involved in. The brother's an artist. He can draw. He's a producer. Musically, he's a singer and a damn good one at that. So check him out. Support him. And let him know. Tell him your boy Jay rated off and Pharaoh Radio sent you over there. I guarantee you will not regret it. With much love, family, it is a new year and we got to act like, you know, we got our thinking caps on, but we got to keep our spiritual eye open as well because there's a lot of things happening. So don't be sleep with your pants down. Get the information. Support one another in your communities. Network fam. The only way to really get it is to just do it and get it. I'm your boy, Jerry Dadaw. We want to give a shout out to Astro Bull Baby. Once again, we want to thank that brother for all that he does worldwide, globally, and locally. Coming to you from yours truly. On that note, y'all stay safe, stay blessed, and as always, fam, you already know. I'm out. Peace and namaste. All right, all right. There it is. There it is, family. We are back. Thank you all once again for tuning in with your boy here. I'm Jay Rated R. And that's right, baby. You are tuning in to Favorite Radio. What you heard it here, you heard it first. No doubt. We're continuing with our Q&A, our first Q&A of the day by Miss Hazel Jennings. We had to take a commercial break, family, because I don't want to interrupt anymore. Like I said, this won't be a very long podcast as usual because we have another one coming after this one. And I want to get them both in today. This is uh, definitely a good day to do it. It is February this uh, 22nd of 2022. February being the second month. That's 22222. And it is a ritual day. We're going to talk about more than just that. We're going to talk about all the things that you guys have been asking me in the emails and a lot of questions at the end of this I will answer but I will put a lot of this also in the next uh, podcast as well we are talking with Miss Hazel Jennings her question was do I believe that the rapture will be people taken and their clothes left behind their earthly clothes on their earthly bodies or will the clothes disappear uh, or will the clothes be taken with them or will they just simply disappear Um, I can only go by what the scriptures say We can always interpret things a little differently from time to time. But if we can go by the translations as best as possible, we have to go with that and stick with that. Now, I don't think it's any harm in in guessing, but I wouldn't talk about it as if it's factual. You have to be careful when we explain things to people when it's any, especially when it's something as sensitive as biblical or any type of spiritual conversation. People will hold you to that. (laughs) So uh, I don't want anyone to hold me to it because I simply just don't have the answer for that. And anybody that proclaims to either they know something I don't or they're just telling you a bold face lie. Hands down. Uh, but let's go get, get into it, shall we? So if we turn to our Bibles, Miss Jennings, let's go to uh, First Thessalonians chapter four. And we're going to read verses 15 through 17. And I'm going to go ahead and lead the way. Verse 15 of chapter four in First Thessalonians says, For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep, meaning those who are dead um, in the grave who are about to be awakened. Verse 16 says, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Verse 17, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now, if you want to use 18 and close it out, let's do it properly. 18 says, wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Now, what we just read about real quickly in 15 of First Thessalonians, verse through 17, is talking about the rapture. Now. Where is the rapture going to take place? You don't see the word rapture and you just read it. But where it says we will be caught up or taken away, that would be the Greek word harpage sometha, right? Harpage sometha is a Greek word. And what that simply means, family, is we shall be 
caught up or taken away. Now, where is this going to take place? In the in the parousia. The parousia means the second coming. It's a Greek word that means the second coming, the second coming or the return of Jesus. All right. Islam also believes this same thing in their writings and teachings. All right. And if you want to know what the word parousia means, it simply means being present. All right. And it's in transliteration of the word in Latin, which is the word advent, advent, which is adventus in Latin, which means the coming. Your boy do his research, <laughs> you know, and I, ha and I enjoy this. This is where translations come in. Um, a lot of people believe this is going to be pre-tribulation. Now, another reference from first Thessalonians chapter four, verses 15 through 17 would be in first Corinthians chapter 15. When we start reading verses 51 and 52, let's go to it, shall we? That's going to be first Corinthians chapter 15, verses 15, I mean, verses 51 through 52. All right. And I'll be happy to read that. Follow me in your Bibles. Verse 51 says, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Verse 52. In the moment. In the twinkling of an eye at the last trump for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. All right. And it goes on to tell you what that means, how we shall be changed, what the change means. So you see the references in the Bible family uh, and there's different references you can go throughout the Bible. But these are the main two focal points in scriptures that you would have to look at if you want to get a little bit more on what the rapture is going to take place. Um, again, the word rapture can come from the Latin word raptiere and all of that, but we're not going to get into that right now. Um, Miss Jennings, I hope this uh, helps you out in answering your question. I don't like to, to uh, you know, I can give you an opinion, but I will make it known that that's my opinion. But to come off as if it's fact, I won't dare do that to your sister or anyone else. Um, it's a great question, though, and I love the questions. I love the questions you guys always pose for me. Um, now, just to give you a little side note, if you want a little extra information, the word rapture, okay, can also be used in terms of the words ecstasy and transport. You guys can look this up. This is not something that's, that's hard to find out. Um, ecstasy meaning bliss or passion, right? Or the beatitude, right? Um, so when you say the beatitude or something, you know, um, you're talking about supreme, you're talking about supreme blessings. So, um, I wanted to just kind of give you guys that because that's a synonym for rapture, ecstasy and transport. Okay. Uh, you can look into that. It's not something that's new. Um, and thank you again, sister, for giving me the information on, I mean, well, the, uh, the, the permission I meant to say, thank you for giving me the permission on being able to post your email in case you were selected and you were selected. And I was happy to do so. Um, if you have any more questions, definitely feel free to email me. I would definitely email you back as I do all you, uh, when I get to you, um, don't let this be the last time that you ask a question because I'm happy to have you on Fable Radio in terms of like the rest of you guys. We just can't get to everybody. All right. And much blessings to you and yours and much love to you as well. Thank you so much again for the compliments. I'm very much obliged. I'm very humbled and I love the questions and I hope that I've honestly given you what you were looking for. I hope so, uh, because the rapture is not much information on that. We can look deeper into it. But and if you guys really, really want, if I get enough of you guys to say in an email, you would like me to talk about the rapture, I'd be more than happy to do so. Um, I will say this before we get off of your question. There are many of you who have asked me sort of about the rapture. And do I personally think that's going to be uh, a, a spaceship abducting people based on how it reads? You could you could easily have that type of speculation. I know Hollywood has depicted a lot of gospel movies where people have turned into light and orbs and floated into the sky. Some have just disappeared. But the Bible reads it as first Corinthians just told us as a twinkling of the eye. That means it's going to be quick, like at a blink. Right. <laughs> you know how quick you blink. That's going to be a twinkling of the eye. Twinkle also resembles something of a flash. So there may be some bright light coming into play somewhere. Something maybe some form of light flashing 
which will give it a, a twinkle. You know how stars twinkle? It's going to be quick like that at a dash of light, a twinkling of the eye. Boom. And um, and then they're, they'll be out of here and they're going to be removed. They're going to be caught up. You know, they're going to be snatched. <laughs> and, and that's another thing I wanted to say um, when we talk about this stuff. Um, it, it, it can also mean to snatch. Right. The rapture it means to to take, you know, instantly. Right. To be moved. Right. To seize. In other words, it means to seize and take in the moment. Um, so some people call that the capture being funny, of course, but not disrespectful. Um, a little humor, nothing wrong with a little humor as long as it's clean humor family. Um, and like I said, I don't do religion family. If you guys feel like this is religious, you're more than welcome to believe whatever you will. I've said it many times since I've had my show. I don't do religion. I was raised in religion, but there's nowhere in the Bible that speaks of religion. Nowhere. Anything that, that you do outside of the scriptures would be considered man-made or anything else. Um, theology, philosophy, whatever you want to say. Um, me, you know, I study everything. I study ancient Kemet. I study the pyramid text. I study the animal tablets. I, I, you know, it's really not a, a thing of me to have to keep regurgitating that every time I do a show. Uh, so we're going to move on. Thank you again, Miss Hazel of Cleveland, Ohio. May you and your family be blessed, sister. And I look forward to hearing from you again. All right. Moving on to our second emailer. Our second emailer is from Chicago, Illinois. And I know it's cold right there. You know, the Windy City. And that person is no other than Mr. Rodney Johnson. Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Rodney Johnson. I do believe I have answered your question before, brother, or you were another Rodney. But I do, if I recall correctly, if memory serves me right, you and I have talked before. I do remember being from Chicago, Illinois. Now, there's always a, a chance there could be two Rodneys and Johnsons in, in Chicago that's emailed me. I'm sure there's more than one Rodney Johnson in Chicago, but more than likely it was you. <laughs> Okay, and if it's not, it's a pleasure to have you on the show once again, uh, or for the first time. Um, let's see, Rodney says, and I see you, you have, you went straight to it. Hello, my question is, what does the Bible say about reptilians other than Satan's a serpent? Are the New Age reptiles the same as the Bible? Thanks. You have uh, my permission to put on air in case I'm chosen. Hey, thank you for the permission, brother. Rodney, it's a pleasure. I love your question. We're going to jump straight to it. Yes, Revelation chapter 12 family does talk about that old serpent known as the devil that fell from heaven with great wrath, knowing his time is short and woe into the inhabitants of the sea and the earth. But the Bible does speak very much so passionately and quite a few different times throughout the Bible about serpent people. And a lot of you have deemed this to be symbolic, like when Jesus calls, for instance, the Pharisees and the uh, Sadducees, these uh, false prophets who claim to be under the laws of Moses, who were responsible for Jesus's crucifixion, not knowing that that was all a part of a prophecy. But the very Messiah that they were looking for, they crucified him. He spoke of these people being hypocrites. He spoke of them being brood of vipers. Now, he didn't just say that in a literal sense. He did say it symbolically, meaning they are sharp at the tongue. They're very deceitful. Right. The liars, they like to follow the devil. They like to tell lies. They like to to uh, pretend to be what they're not. Uh, and the Bible tells us if a man think of himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. Well, that is what they done in many fashions. Uh, they like to fix their face and look like they've been fasting for the people to see. They look tired and all that in the marketplaces to give themselves to be to be edified and, and, and respected. Right. To be worshipped in a sense because they represent God. They are supposed to be men of God. So therefore, you're supposed to fear them, worship them and look up to them. Right. They're supposed to be the keepers of records in the temple of uh, of the most high. But let's get straight to it. He also meant that literally. Because there are men who walk amongst you who are not men. The Bible tells us and many times throughout the Bible, even angels who are being entertained by us unaware. That's in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2. Let's read it. I don't just give you all scriptures. Let's go to it. Unless we're pressed for time, there's a lot of times where I don't read things. But majority of the time, if I tell you that's where something is, I'm not only telling you that to, 
to show you, but I'm also trying to confirm with you while I'm on here that I'm getting it right as well. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2, and it says, Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Oh, I, I don't know why unawares is plural, but we're not going to worry about that. Um, but unaware <laughs> or unawares. Uh, so therefore, you have people that look like humans that aren't. They're messengers of God. Now, we automatically hear the word angel and assume it's a messenger or a divine being. But there are fallen angels as well, family. That's something that you got to be careful of. Uh, it, it gives no indication whatsoever in terms of whether it's bad angels or good. It just says, be forgetful not to entertain strangers for some have entertained angels. So in this sense, as we read the word, we can safely assume it's talking about messengers of the most high because we don't want to entertain fallen angels. Right. So therefore, people who may come into your life or may come into you your circle or may just come uh, to you in a, in a brief second to help you with something and then you turn around to thank them and they're just suddenly gone and you're like how could any human being with all this space around me just disappear like that because that wasn't a human um, and there's been many cases where people have had strangers approach them or seem different in their auric field and just feel like this person is different but they can't quite put the finger on it or they just disappear in the twinkling of an eye right if you want to use biblical language um, but the Bible does speak about many other types of entities. We know about the Raphaim or the giants. We know about uh, Daniel chapter two. We had a nice little session in the other uh, a few days ago talking about Daniel. And, um, you know, we talked about their different beings who mixed their seed with us as human beings who would be considered iron or clay. We mostly would be considered clay. But yes, we do have iron blood. But we are those things made from the potter's will, right? And the book of Jeremiah tells us this uh, in chapter 10. We also read about this in the ancient Egyptian pyramid text about Kanum, who was the one who created man and fashioned man on the potter's will. You hear these same stories throughout all the different cultures of religion or the uh, spiritual doctrine, shall I say. And so it's all one and the same. You just have to know what you're looking into and read it. And, 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 you know, have an open mind about it. But don't get confused in what you're doing or what you're reading. Um, so, you, you know, reptilians are not something new. We understand evolution to a degree. We understand about the dinosaurs, but I don't like talking like that. Because that's kind of misleading in a sense. Yeah, um, <laughs> if we're going to keep it biblical, let's keep it biblical. And then we can do all the other kind of talking later. And it's no secret that they found these different types of bone fossils and things all over the planet. You, the human being, is very interesting. If you pay attention to yourself, you'll see you have a lot of this reptilian, quote unquote, DNA yourself. And that being a homo sapien, and I was having this talk earlier with someone about homo sapiens, homo erectus, right? Been uh, coming from a, a, an earlier age of the Neanderthal man. Now, for a lot of you, I'm gonna say this, and I hope this doesn't offend anybody. But if anybody tells you that all people came from being a caveman first or Neanderthal man, that's bullshit, man. <laughs> okay, that's that's speculation and, and and evolution talk. All right, not everybody's of the same background. Okay, you got clearly people whose DNA is so different that even the things that we call hair. Some people have what would almost damn near be fur, like an animal, where others have hair. Okay? And there's different different types of genetic coding. Yes, we are practically homo sapiens now in the sense of our genetic makeup. But there's a lot of DNA in people that is totally different. And I'm not here to do a genetic DNA podcast right now. That would take a whole podcast. But just know that people are different and not everybody of the same colors of the same tribe or the same background. But yes, we're all in this together. If that helps. Um, we are some form of that's why the Bible is very specific and says there's man and then there's mankind. There's a kind of man. OK, but we're not getting into that right now. Um, but yes, there are uh, the new age reptiles that you were asking me about, Rodney such as the different reptilians that's been talked about in those circles of the new age. This stuff has been going on since in every culture. And if you look around in every part of the world, from Sumeria all the way to Egypt, back to any part of Africa, especially ancient Africa, anything that's dealing with any type of ancient um, 
level of beings or gods that's spoken of in any of the mythologies, you're going to see reptilian in there somewhere. A lot of these are the same gods that's spoken of with different names. Some of the names are similar. Um, you know, we can talk about, for instance, it's something basic. Let's look at the Bible's cherubims and seraphims. Okay, and we had a little bit of a talk about this not too long ago, family, about the seraphims and what they were and, you know, what they meant when you say seraphims and all of that, uh, because that's talking about a lot of things. And the seraphim means fiery serpent. Right. These are the fiery serpents. And that's all in your Bible. Uh, <laughs> it's all throughout the Bible. Um in the book of Daniel that we talked about in Genesis chapter 49, verse 16 through 17, we talk about the serpent people known as the tribe of Dan. It's also a tribe of Israel or Judah, right? Uh, these are reptilian people. We can talk about it. It's all throughout the Bible. It's all throughout a lot of the scriptures. It's not speculation. Sometimes they try to make it symbolic when it's really not. And if you do the translations, you know it's not. Just like we know Leviathan is not a, a symbolic uh, spoken of representation of an entity it's an actual six-headed serpent sea serpent dragon that god killed and fed to the uh the israelites and in, in, in the wilderness <laughs> that's in your bible family i didn't make it up i'm not misinterpreting anything i'm not spewing any jargon leviathan you listen in the bible there's 34 mentions of dragons in the bible man leviathan's mentioned six times in the tanakh which is another name for Bible. You got Job 3.8. You got Job chapter 40, verse 15. Uh, you got Job um, chapter 41, verse 26. You got Psalms chapter uh, 74, verse 13 through 14. Then you got Psalms chapter 104, verse 26. You got Isaiah chapter 27, verse 1. All this stuff is in... in, 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 in Retrospect to Leviathan. And then the fiery serpents known as the seraph or the seraph, right? Or the seraphim, seraphim meaning plural, seraph meaning single. That's in Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 through 8. Um, it's all throughout your Bible. And then Yahweh, the God that you refer to as Yahweh, which is not really in the original Hebrew writings, by the way. David talks about or describes the appearance of Yahweh in 2 Samuel chapter 22, verses 1 through 51. But if you really want to get deep when he really starts hitting what Yahweh looks like, read 2 Samuel chapter 22 and read verses 7 through 9. So all throughout your Bible, we're talking about serpents, dragons. We're talking, hell, they even got uh, unicorns in the Bible. I mean, I, you know, this stuff isn't folktale, son. This is real talk, as the young folks would say. Well, no, that's how I used to talk back in the day. But this is real talk. And um, I wasn't being funny in saying that. <laughs> I was being uh, not funny in terms of disrespectful. I was being funny in terms of humorous. Because you got to laugh at some of this stuff, family. If you don't, the stuff will have you scratching your head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And a whole lot of stuff. But definitely, uh, Rodney, I'm glad you asked me that question, brother. I think that was an excellent question. This is all. And then DNA. Let's look at our own DNA under a microscope. It looks like a serpent. Just because something looks like a serpent doesn't mean it is. But of course, if it quacks like a duck, looks like a duck, chances are it's a duck. Um, we have what's called the R complex in our lower brain. That's called the R stands for literally none other than reptilian. Y'all can look this up. This is scientifical. Right. The flight, uh, uh, flee, flight, you know, all this other stuff is reptilian minded thinking. Um, when we get, we're not just mammals. We have some reptile in this as well. This is why we shed our skin like a snake sheds its skin. So, you know, we're in that family and serpents aren't always bad. And I, I get, I get a lot of you asking me this a lot of times because you've heard so much about the, 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 the negative side of serpents that you automatically hear the word serpent and you just straight go, oh, that's the devil, or oh, that's evil, oh, that's demonic. No, it's not. Serpents were healing in the Bible based on uh, the brazen serpent staff that Moses had, that those people were actually bitten by those same seraphim uh, angels and were dying. And, and Moses prayed to the Most High. He prayed to Yahweh, according to the uh, translation. And he told him, please heal the people 
don't kill the people, don't poison the people. And that's when he told them to make a brazen serpent staff. And when they looked upon the staff, they would be healed. We also see that the staff of serpent or the rod that was used as a serpent uh, opposing Pharaoh's, uh, his uh, priest, his magicians or whatever. When Moses and Aaron were going to the Pharaoh to have them free his people, he put his staff up against their staff. Their staffs turned into snakes. This is magic. This is alchemy we're talking about here, you know? Forces against forces. Y'all, uh, obviously the most high one. His staff, there was a snake, gulped and ate their staffs up. And then it went back to becoming a staff again. This is in your Bible, fam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you can't call me crazy. Some of you think the Bible is nuts. A lot of you don't rock with it. I get it. And I know a lot of you have asked me, why does it seem more now that I talk about Bible stuff? And not just down to earth stuff that I used to talk about or different categories. I've always talked about this family from day one. I just was more so giving you guys an introduction to who I was and the reality of things that I've been through or things in general that you guys, um, I'm sure all went through. This is way before we even started emailing. And so, um, or before you guys even started emailing me. So, um, I talk about, and this is why I say we talk about any and everything. We don't. We don't discriminate, man. We talk openly on this on this show. Um, but I'm giving you guys a taste of where I'm at in terms of my my, my belief system. Um, obviously, you can't call me one particular name because there's a lot of things I've told you all in the Bible that a lot of your standard Christians would not even be able to fathom or even capitulate to. Some would even demonize. And I'm not trying to change the words, add to them, take away from them, give you miscommunication, mistranslation. I'm giving it to you straight as best as I know how and best as I can. I've been doing this for 20 plus years and I'm still learning. But, you know, to each their own. You know, I'm, I'm trying to lead people towards the most high. I'm not sitting here, you know, I'm just being honest with you all, man. You know, and if you are in a reprobate mind, as they say, or an antichrist type mind, as they say, that's not because you're disagreeing with me that I say that. I am but a man. But if you got a problem, disagree with the scriptures and put that to the test. All right. Always get yours, man. Don't just take anybody's word for something. Take it with a grain of salt if you have to. See what resonates. Don't throw it away if it doesn't. Put it to the side because you might need it for later. That may be the missing ingredient later down the road for you. So all we're here to do is just point you in the right direction in terms of whatever that is and opening you, your mind up to it and not opening you up for possessions of demonology or any BS like that. We don't got time for that, man. So, I, you know, like I said, I'm not perfect. I give it to you all straight. And I, that's what, you know, keeps you guys uh, and um, keep you guys coming back to Pharaoh Radio because you're all a part of this community and you invest in it just as much as I do. Um, I just happen to be the voice that everybody's listening to. Um, but I love these questions, man. I mean, you, you can't you can't buy this type of publicity because it's coming from real people, from real hearts. They feel real things. And that's all I am. I'm, I'm for the people because I am a person. I ain't just saying about nothing else more than that. Um, and we could talk about reptilians and stuff. I'm going to talk more about it. Why do you guys speculate so much that these things are just... Where do you think these people in Hollywood get this stuff from? Why do you think they're... If you're going to look at a dark side, for instance, why is everything always centered about an all seeing eye? Why do people have slits in their eyes? You can say, oh, it's demons. But what is a demon with slits in his eyes that has reptilian skin? scales or a cat like being that's some type of reptile man and it's not just those type of entities that exist but your own bible will tell you throughout the entire scriptures the serpent cult is there the anunnaki is there we can read this in revelation 17 6 16 revelation chapter 17 verse 16 you know we, we, we see it in the Sumerian doctrine with Enli and Enki, right? And, and Anu and Marduk. You see all this stuff, family, all in your Bible. So if anybody's feeling a little left out, please don't, by any means, don't feel left out. We got plenty for you, baby. We got plenty of scripture. We got plenty of references. We got plenty of things we can give y'all to make you look in the right direction and do your own homework and then get back at your boy and then tell me what you think because that's all I want to do I want to wake y'all up man shake you awake you sleep right now 
this stuff ain't no uh, mumbo jumbo. And I know a lot of brothers that's in the so-called spiritual community. They think this stuff is spookism. But how can you call yourself a god but you don't believe anything less? See, that's that's to me that's ridicule thinking. That's not even that's not even sound or right reasoning, as they say in the Nuwabian language. That's not even logical thinking, family. You're a god, but you don't believe in things outside in in, in terms of possibility. I don't want to hear that, man. Save all that God talk, man. If you're not going to get down with what the damn doctrine and all the different religions, the damn Quran tells you this, right? The Bible tells you this. The Sumerian doctrines tell you this. The Hopi Indians were, and the native, the Navajo and, and the Cherokee uh, tribes will tell you this, right? The Mayans will tell you this. The Dogon tribes will tell you this in Mali, West Africa about the Nomos, the, okay? The Aztecs, the Almecs. The Toltecs, Quetzalcoatl, that god, all these feathered reptilian serpent-like gods, and back to ancient Kemet, back to pre-Atlantis times of Atlantis and Lemuria. What are you talking about? How can you say you existed in a time where we were so-called gods, building pyramids and doing magical things with our minds, deatomizing, dematerializing, manifesting through thought, transferring of consciousness, teleporting? psychokinetic energy telepathy and all kinds of other powers flying ships using our consciousness turning our bodies into light and yet you don't believe any of the other things that we've been talking about does that make sense to anybody that's using their logical mind right now no it doesn't and then yet there's too many things that can be proven in society despite what your damn government's trying to tell you They'll tell you guys, let me tell you something. When we had this next podcast, we're going to talk about the birds and all that just been dying and falling out the sky. Do you know I had listened to a stupid, I don't even know what she was. I don't know if she was a zoologist. I don't know what she was. Uh, uh, <sighs> she claims in her profession that the reason some of these birds have been falling out of the sky is because they've been drinking alcohol. <laughs> And then had the nerve to follow it up saying it's not because of 5G or aliens. Now, why would she say that? And this folks, they will literally watch the news and believe that shit. This is how far we've come in our intellect when we don't even want to use common sense or common logic. You don't got to be no expert in any of these other fields to know the birds aren't falling out of the sky due to drinking alcohol. How the hell? What are they drinking and flying like we don't supposed to drink and drive? What is going on with folks, man? Talk to me, son. Talk to me seriously. All right. So, brother, I would spend a little more time on that. But I, t- like I said, I want to get everybody else. So it's going to be a short show. I, I don't want to cut, cut anyone off or cut anyone short. But the Bible, as you asked me, are the New Age reptiles the same as the Bible? Absolutely. Absolutely. What we have to understand here is timelines. A lot of you say your Bible doesn't say this your bible doesn't say that you have to understand what version of the bible you have bible originally had 84 books if it's king james right a lot of your bibles most of your bible standard have 66 some of your catholic bibles catholicism have 72 although they had a little bit more than that as well that's why i i just ordered my mother a book called the apocrypha which simply means in greek the, the word for apocalypse and it simply means not so much doom it means the unveiling right to reveal that which is hidden that's what the word apocrypha means in greek so the book of apocalypse is really your book of revelation the book of revealing so when we go to book of revelations in the bible that's the book of the apocrypha okay and a lot of the persian bible has a lot of this in it and that's where a lot of your bible got it from keep in mind the bible uh the bible's version of revelation didn't come until 96 years after the book of daniel and this is why daniel and revelations are very similar and we have to talk about Book of Daniel and its prophecies later. But um, yeah, family, let's let's just let's just keep an open mind. How about that? I'm not going to tell you what to believe and what not to believe. I am but a man in search of extraordinary things, living an ordinary life. If you guys want to believe what you will, please believe what you will. But take all this to heart to some degree so that you don't be left behind. If something strange starts happening, you don't look like people look when they call the Ghostbusters and be wondering what's going on. Why you got these proton packs on your back and stuff. You know, I just had to throw that in there as a little joke because, uh, 
You know, we are in those times, whether we see everything happening in the order or whether we believe it's going to happen or not. You're seeing enough to know, OK, somebody's making this shit happen, whether it's prophecy or it's predictive program. And either way, it's going down. What are you going to do? Don't be caught with your draws down. All right. So Rodney Johnson, thank you so much, brother. Stay warm in Chicago. Um, I look forward to hearing from you again. If you have any more questions or you want me to expound on what I did not go into expounding on, if you feel that way, please email me back, brother. And I definitely will email you and I will get into more detail with you. Much blessings to you and yours. Peace and love, brother. Our next emailer is from Canada. Her name is Cindy Luckadoo. Well, Miss Luckadoo, Cindy, how are you? Cindy says, Pharaoh Radio, I'd love to hear more on light beings and the Galactic Federation. I love those topics. Best wishes, Cindy. P.S. You may put me on your show. Guys, one thing I love about all of y'all that, that, that I do select is that you're telling me I have permission. And it's giving the example for those who are, who are tuning in right now, listening, that, you know, in order for me to select your family, I got to know out of your own mouth if it's okay i don't want to assume anything because some of you may not be writing me to put on public display and i told you i respect everyone's privacy so if i don't see any indication saying that it's okay for me to post your stuff online just in case you may be one of our lucky uh selected emailers i'm not going to do it um because that's one way you can get caught in crossfire and not realize it I didn't give you no permission, you know, and there goes that. So uh, I appreciate it. Cindy, you would like to hear about light beings. Well, let's see. There's really a lot to talk about. And and when we say these terms, family, like light term, like light beings, light workers, um, light warriors, a lot of teachings of the light, we have to be careful I know what you mean when you say it. I thank you, Cindy. I'm not going to speculate like I know you, but I believe your heart's in the right place. So I'm assume, uh, I'm assume safely that you mean divine entities of light, because there are beings who can masquerade as beings of light, like your Bible tells us. For Satan can masquerade as being of light, and he can fool people, um, very much so. Um, so what I will say is, and the Galactic Federation, and that is a definite, definite, you know what, family, I keep saying I'm going to do the Emerald Tablets, and I haven't forgot, I just haven't picked a time in my spirit that's good enough to do it. That's a subject that's very near and dear to me, and um, it's just like the Bible, you know, you got to break that down with precision and make it easy for anybody to to, to understand. I don't want to be over nobody's head or using any particular type of ver- vocabulary or wordplay. It's going to throw you off. When I do break down the Emerald Tablets, we're going to have to do it section by section, bit by bit. It's a lot to it, and I'm going to try to see how I can compress so much information. And uh, I might do a two to three hour show on that. Just on the Emerald Tablets. We're not going to so much talk about. Uh, Tahuti or Lord Toth, same being, but we already did uh, a podcast on him, so I don't want to get into him just yet, but we will probably follow down the road again on him and what he represents. I will say this with confidence. A lot of your Bible comes from the Emerald Tablets. Whether you know that or not, whether you believe that or not, whether you think that's doctrine of devils or whether you whatever you want to call it, be my guest. But if you haven't looked into it, if you haven't studied it, you wouldn't know. And that's fine. My job is not to uh, impress upon anybody's conscience or, consci- uh, you know, psyche or anything in terms of giving you false information. I don't believe in that family. You know, um, but what I will say is when you know, you know. <laughs> OK, and I don't mean this is some speculation. I mean, this from looking over things over and over. And I have a good reason why I say it. I'm not just saying it because it sounds good or it, it appears that way. We know a lot of these doctrines can be manipulated. We know that supernaturally times have been changed. Laws have been changed. God has allowed it in the book of Daniel. He speaks of it, uh, but he's not allowed it to be everything. He's given this devil an ability or the permission, shall I say, 
to change things supernaturally. So a lot of you wouldn't have recollection of this by using physical, tangible evidence as proof because he's changed it. So that's why it tells you to study the word every day, put it inside of you so that it will be in you. He can't change the word of God inside of you, family. It's the living word of the most high. So it's a breathing, contextual, living uh, formula or formatted. It's, it's words that come to life. And that's kind of what the Emerald Tablets are. Words that come to life. So I just want you guys to know that because that's kind of where we're going with this. And that's kind of where, how that, that goes into play. Um, now, if you want to know where in your Bible it says that Satan masquerades as an angel of light, then you need to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. All right. I told y'all I'm the slowest dude alive when it comes to turning the Bible, man. I can give you scriptures all day, but when I the time when it's time to um to turn to them bad boys, uh, it might take me a minute. You can you can actually take your lunch break and come back and I'm still not there yet. No, I ain't that slow. <laughs> Feel like it though. Alright, family. So if you're with me in your Bible. We should be at 2 Corinthians chapter 2, I mean chapter 11, sorry, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. I'm going to go ahead and read it. And it says, And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Hmm. Let's go a verse behind that one. Let's go to verse 13. For such are false apostles deceitful workers transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ and no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light so it tells you that this being we call Satan can transform himself into an angel of light now I know if we read 15 15 says therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. So when we say light beings, family, we got to be specifically careful in what we ask for, because they're not all, not all deceitful entities are going to come with blazing fire. They're not going to all come with horns, reptilian looking. A lot of them can come as whatever they think you would be most easily tricked and duped into believing based on your intentions of what it is you want to see. And if you don't know how to test the spirits, as 1 John chapter t uh, 4 tells us, right, you will be deceived. You have to be sober-minded, not just from alcohol, but in your spirit. Use discernment. You must put on the full armor of the Most High, and you can pierce right through the veil of the entity that's trying to portray or emulate or imitate itself as something it's not by masquerading as a being of light. So when we say light beings, I'm not being funny, derogatory, denigrating, or undermining, or condescending and saying this to you, Miss Luckadoo, or anyone else. But when you say you'd love to hear more on light beings, are we talking about divine beings of light? Or are we talking about beings who are just beings of light? Because all beings can transform themselves pretty much into something that is pleasant to the eye. In this case, I know you mean well, and I know you're talking about the divine light being. So in that case, I just wanted to say that first family before I went into the other stuff. Now we can talk about it straight. Now that we know what we mean when we specify things a little bit more clearer, we now know when we ask these questions, what type of beings are we talking about? And let me tell you something. It never hurts to be de too detailistic. What hurts is not being detailistic enough. Just like when somebody tell you you're reaching too far, tell them they're not reaching far enough. Okay, because I have gotten tired over this over the years of people saying that's too much information. I only ask this. That's how lawyers get people. They ask you certain questions. They manipulate the question and they want you to give them a certain type of answer they can use to manipulate to go against you. If you ask me a question. I'm going to give you as much detail as possible. I'll give you an example. How many of you out there seen the movie with John Travolta called Phenomenon? Damn good movie. 
he actually has a, a an encounter or an accident that created uh, you know you can look at it from different perspectives even though they say it was a tumor the experience was spiritual in itself because it allowed him to become a genius it allowed him to use his pineal gland by opening it up and that way it gave him abilities to read minds to move things with his mind to be able to do things no other man could do and in one part in that movie, when he was captured by the government for questioning, because he broke a Morse code, and he didn't do it on purpose. He was just doing it <laughs> to help. The government tracked where he was at, came to his house, right? Pretty much abducted the man for questioning. He didn't have a choice. They wanted to re- uh, render him as a damn terrorist. And when they tested his ability to know things, he was too smart, and he had to ask them when they asked him a question about what time zone things were in, what time would it be, and all this. He said, well, let's see. Let's be specific. <laughs> and he was driving the guy who was asking the questions crazy. That's kind of me. When you ask me a question, I know how to kind of, you know, shorten it. But what I'm basically trying to say in a roundabout way is be specific in what you ask for, whether it's through prayer, wishing. Be careful how you use your tongue, because in Book of James, Chapter 3, we know the tongue is dangerous. It can be for cursing or it can be for blessing. And you got to be careful what you ask for. You just may get it. And that's why a lot of you have to be specific in details to what you're talking about, how you want something, what you don't want uh, to come of it, or what you don't, in a way you don't want to get it from somebody being dead or dying to get it. You got to be specific when you ask these things, man. You know, don't just assume people know what you mean because they're going to go about what you say. And it's the same thing when, you re- when you're, when you're uh, requesting something from the Most High or from the universe. When you pray for something, be careful how you pray for it. Ask for it in a way that doesn't hurt you and no one else. Okay, because you'll get it, but it may be a, a effed up way how you get it. You get what I'm saying? So it's the same thing when you're talking to people. When you ask me a question, I want to be specific to answer your question the right way. And that's why I say... Uh, I want to uh, tell you guys, when you're asking about these beings to come reveal themselves, because I've had some some of you tell me this too personally, that you wish a being would come to you. Be careful how you ask for that. All right? Because the ones that's closest to you are the ones that you don't want to come visit you. That's an invitation. You're opening yourself up for a, a false representation. And I'm not trying to like make anybody feel small here. I hope no one is taking this in the wrong way. Please, by any means, uh, Cindy, you or anyone else, don't take this wrong. I know what you meant. I, I know you, you know, you definitely mean well. I just want the best for everybody, man. I, I'm, I'm sharing this too with you all because I also have had some experiences where I asked for things and I got it, family. And it came in a way I didn't expect it. That's why I'm sharing it with you like this. I love you guys, man. That's why I tell you this. I'm going to be real with you, man. I'm not one of them people that say, oh, you want to open your third eye? Just do this and do that. And you're inexperienced. You don't have no guide. And you don't know what you're opening your third eye to. That's that's just foolishness, man. That's like giving a baby a damn gun that's loaded and expecting it to know not to point the gun at itself or anyone else and pull the trigger. Come on. You know, we got to be honest in how we do things. We There's nothing wrong with, with, with evolving. Nothing wrong with ascension. There's nothing wrong with anything, but if you if you have somebody that's been been through it, that, that, that was blessed to come out of it, and they learned the hard way, listen to them, man. It's like telling a child, don't put your hand on that hot stove, and they don't know why, or they don't they, they don't want to hear you. But when that stove on and they put their hand on it, guess what happens? They learn the hard way. You burn the damn hand. You almost burn your sick skin off. <laughs> now you now you know why I said don't put your hand on the hot ass stove. Check the stove first. Don't even put your hand on it, period. This is what the Bible tells us. The Bible tells us evil communications corrupt good manners, man. That means that people are giving you wrong information. That means that people are trying to manipulate you in the wrong way. They're going to tell you something. And that form of communication is evil in itself because they're not giving you the things you need to prepare you for something in order to have a great experience or to be aware of of what you're about to get into. There's no warning. There's no guide. There's no mentoring. And so evil communications can corrupt good manners. That means if you're around a bunch of bad people who carry themselves the wrong way, who got a bad mouth or bad behavior about them, you are the company you keep. 
You see what I'm saying? That's evil communications. You may be a good person, but you got caught up in the wrong type of stuff. That's what it means when it says corrupt good manners. So I'm trying to give you all the best information I possibly can when you ask me these questions, because I don't want to ever assume everybody got it or don't got it. I know if I do it the right way and give it to everybody the same way, I'm doing the right thing. So this is not to insult anyone's intelligence by any means. I'm no master or expert at this stuff, family, but I have had some experiences that I'm very blessed to have came out of. And if I could share some light on how to go about something that you have a question in, then you're talking to the right guy. But I don't, by any means am I not trying to take over or degrade or denigrate or be derogatory to anybody. I love everyone on here. I respect everyone, man or woman, the same as my equal and, and nothing less, nothing more. Feel me? So uh, I'm just being real with you because a lot of people be bullshitting with y'all, man. And I'm a little mad about that because I look at some of these so-called experts and videos of stuff they tell people. And I'm like, man, they're going to get somebody hemmed up. That's why, you know, <clears throat> from pastors to new ages to philosophers and anybody else just talking that shit, man, they're going to get somebody killed out here or, or demonically possessed or something, yo. You, you be at this joint talking about the ancestors. That ain't the ancestors. That's a fucking demon. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you just don't know what you're doing, man. So, you know, all things are possible. Yes, family. But there's a way to do it. All right. Um, so, yeah, test the spirits. Now that I said all that, got all that out the way. Y'all didn't got the Surgeon General warning for me and everything. Let's get to a great topic because uh, our time will be ending soon. So, yes, yeah, Cindy, light beings. Now that we're on the right path of what that is, these light beings are amazing. They're angelic beings. Not all beings you can call angel, but I guess in a sense you can because all that means is a messenger. A lot of people have had some great encounters with these entities. A lot of you have tested the spirits. The Galactic Federation is supposedly a federation of light beings who are sitting on a council. They are the top dogs of the solar system, right? And especially in this particular part of the universal region in this galaxy alone. They oversee all aspects of what happens in this galaxy. They're responsible for different planets. They're responsible for the rules and regulations of different entities who may interfere with human affairs, histories, and things of that nature. Um, They're supposed to be the ones who balance the good versus the evil. If they see too much of an influx or too much of a balance that's inappropriate or there's an imbalance such as the, the bad, or, or too much invading of people's free will. They're supposed to be like the police of this uh, this this galaxy and enforce laws and punishments and warnings to beings who are taking advantage of other sentient beings who are not as advantageous as they are, meaning advanced and have the advantage. I don't believe sometimes that all rules, just like in our human laws, they're not always regulated as they should be. The justice is not always served to everyone equally as it should be. And the same can be said to these galactic federations alike. I do believe there's a corrupt part of this government that we call galactic federation alike, not to be pessimistic, but a lot of those entities are playing both sides of the fence. Now, <sighs> We see a lot of this council we call Galactic Federation in your Bibles as the 24 elders, right? 12 sit on one side, 12 sit on another side. And some people say that would be the disagreeable versus the agreeable because they have to bring balance to universal law under the pretense of what you call God or the Most High. Um, and there's a lot involved in that so i don't want to get too much into it but i'm loving the questions man god i love the questions you guys are asking because it lets me know you people are really out there (laughs) you're out there man and i love it because that's where you should be uh keep it keep it always keep it down to earth too stay grounded but yes ask these questions man because these are the type of things your government wants you to be confused on and because people are so honestly um hungry for knowledge and they're so curious they could easily be deceived if not careful by these very entities who masquerade like you read about in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 14 as beings of light 
So when you ask for things, ask in the way you want them to be and tell the most high, if that's who you pray to or whatever, that what you don't want it to be. Make sure you're specific in the type of experiences you wish to have if you ever leave your body. Ask to be protected. Ask to be guided. Ask to have your body protected. Ask to be just protected. And that no evil prosper, no evil be around you or allowed around you in your journey or in your experiment in learning. If you want to go out there and learn how to astral project, if you want to have these magical experiences, you got to ask the right way. Okay? There's no way around it. You want to be badass and go out there without protection and find out the hard way? It's out there waiting on you. And I'm not saying that to scare you, but I'm saying that to give you the real deal. There's a lot of things in this universe that you guys are not ready for. Hell, there's a lot of things I ain't ready for. I'm not talking like I'm a superior ascended master or something. I'm telling you that this is real shit out there. Things that you can't even comprehend. On no level. Stuff that makes the things that happen here look like some preschool, kindergarten type stuff. And we got some pretty harsh things that happen on this planet that even we can't deal with all the time. You're asking for a whole nother paradigm, another world in itself to reveal itself to you. That's asking a lot. You know, you want to jump out of the fishbowl into the whole damn ocean before you even go from the fishbowl to the aquarium. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to break, you got to move and, and, and steadfast, man. You got to be consciously guided and woken up in increments. Like, you got to be gradually woken up. You don't want to just be awoken and shocked. Your nervous system would be shocked, man. You'll go in, you'll turn into a vegetable or some shit or have a heart attack or some damn seizure. It's, it's some shit around you, man. Y'all ain't ready for it, man. I had a peep into the astral planes. And I'm going to tell you, some of the things that I was ready, they were, they were ready. They, meaning the spirit world that I was in, were wanting to advance me to a higher level of consciousness. I wasn't ready for it at the time, man. I mean, I was like, yo, I felt like I was getting pulled out of my body at night when I slept. It was like nights I couldn't just go to sleep and just have a regular night sleeping. I was ready to come out of that bad boy and end up in a wormhole or something it's, it's a long story anyway don't let my experiences dictate yours just take it as uh, um, as advice and something to be to use on your journey to help you anyway family we're gonna have to cut it short i didn't have time to get into some of the last questions that you guys had no there was no one in particular that i had selected it was just questions in general so what i will do is add these same questions into the next podcast so y'all stay tuned for that. On that note, I'm your boy, Jay Read It All. Thank you all who were uh, selected to be on the email today. Thank you all for your questions. I love you all very much. And I love those of you who tuned in. So until next time, family, y'all stay tuned. Y'all stay blessed. Be safe. And as always, family, I'm out. Peace and namaste.